0: Do, do. All
1: right. Everybody
0: be quiet. <laughs> be quiet. Awkward. Let's look at ourselves. In the you can hear the
1: crickets. All right. That's going now. Oh, hello oh, sweet. There. Hey. Yeah. Hi. Isn't that different? Hey. Hello. Paul, are you awake? Are you ready to go? I'm I'm off camera so I can nap. <laughs> oh, look at this. <laughs> it's eh? a cheat spot. Paul's incognito today. Incognito. <laughs> He's got that's lots good.
0: of room to just put his feet up, too. lounging. guys ready? It's very
1: comfortable. <laughs> Hit One, it. Two, One, two, three. <laughs>
2: all right smell the bacon from across the street got in my nose we carried our lighters down the street with the right arm get wrong Rogers on my lunch break. Bought five bullpines at the corner went straight back to her. He was up on top and I was on the bottom with the feet. You went for lemonade and pear spots. Shopping for 15 well, I collected from my lady Cleaned the band light inside oh. I was blowing saxophone
1: You know, here at Live on the Dutch Hall, what we like to do is spread joy to the universe, you know? We like to do it through music and comedy, we like to do it each and every week, but you know what? We have a responsibility to this listening public in the world to do what's responsible, you know? And in light of recent events this week, Roseanne losing her job due to racism, right? Starbucks changing everything that they've done, changing the whole world this week because of their racism. We don't want the same thing to happen alive life in the Dutch Hall here today. No, we don't. Not at all. So we're gonna implement some things. Number one, what we did was we sent charters to California. He's gotta get over his hatred of those Mexicans. <laughs> you go out there and you deal with it. That's what we said to him. And today we gotta deal with the rest of it. We got in Corey Mercer here all the way from Hamilton. Hello. To play music and to talk about things with us. We got the nocturnal emissions here, killing it as always. Michael's planting his baby cigarettes. They're growing. He's just hoping for a little bit of break from this heat. There's only one way to get this show started, fellas. How's that, Peter? It's a little thing we do here called a theme song. designate clapper. Welcome everybody to Live from the Dutch Hall. Woo! We are Canada's only late night talk show and the greatest podcast ever to come out of a pool shed in Pine Grove, Ontario. Tim Barnot. And I believe we are that way because we have the greatest band in Canadian late night history. The Nocturnal Emissions. Woo! Who's that Bruce oh. Buffer over there? Oh, Comprised this week of a super group of all super groups. I like it. Number one. We have our band leader, Michael Ball, on Rhythm. He's Hello. back, everyone. Give him a round of applause.
0: Hi, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Now here, the man has a man has to have a talking to today. He's our only German on the show. He's a reluctant German at bat. Steve, the reluctant German on lead guitar, is back. Steven. You know what's coming to you, Steve. And where, where he belongs, acting as the ball. The nocturnal edition on base. That's my favorite. Whiskey Wes Higgins is hey. here, everyone. Oh, oh yeah. Right, and as for CRTC rules, we are required to have one Frenchman. This is him. He's the tickler, the French tickler, Kevin Belanger. And tonight, joining the Nocturnal Emissions, from Hamilton, by way of Brantford, it's our very special guest tonight, Corey Mercer is here, everyone. And I don't know if he's going to be able to pull this off, can you get in this shot, it's our director, it's our bartender. No, you're going to have to get in Corey's shot, Paul, Corey's shot, gotta get him. right in there. There he is, Paul hey, hey, is here. an intro, Paul. You're starting, Paul's really starting to come to his own in that oh. intro. I like it. Wow. The confidence wow. is starting to build within you, Paul, and I like it. I like you. You're showing up. You're taking a hold of it. You're bragging about your brother's accomplishments.
0: <laughs> I a like bit, it. A little bit hey. of ad lib in there. Yeah.
1: Right. Third he place. went all over. Third place. Big bucks, eh? A zero dollars oh. <laughs> and zero cents. Zero dollars and zero cents. What would you get for third, you know? But if the second place person was to become sick and the... <laughs> And the first place person was to die and leave his uh, winnings to the second next point. living yeah. p- uh, yeah. person or whatever. Then I would then get that That's s- you. spot, which is me. So 250. That's quite the accomplishment. Doug, Doug I mean. Conan got second place. Well, did he? Congrats, yes. congrats, Doug. I got beat go me twice Doug? now in two yucks finals. He's beat me twice. Wow. Once he got first this one he got second but he beat me again I wanted to at least beat Doug I wasn't able to accomplish it last night but Doug you know he's the first one he could die easily any di- any day Doug could die right yeah but the winner we already spent Doug. his winnings on a wonderful tattoo oh yes and the winner of the competition was uh, I'm gonna call well I'm gonna call uh, uh, Doug uh, w- 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 dastardly Doug Coning. dastardly Whoa. yes and I'm gonna say uh, 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 the 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 uh, 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 that, uh, I don't know, I need a J word. Uh, what's a J word for like a, a rapscallion? Because that's what he is. Jason Allen is the one that got first place. Yeah, beat by bo- both two of those guys, former guests on the show. Jason. Jason Congrats, Allen gets first Jay. place. Yeah. yeah. and I thought he'd spend it on getting his tooth pulled, but no, he spent it on a tattoo of Elf holding a gun to his head.
3: <laughs> what? Yeah. Worth that, it. Yeah. You think it was worth it? Absolutely. <laughs> there is a saying
1: that makes worth it worth funny, too. And I can't remember what it what it is, but it's something about, like, that he would, Alf shooting himself in the head. I, can't, I can't, It's going to come to me when I'm, like, sleeping in the middle of the night. All of a sudden, I'll wake up and just yell at Jane. It won't make sense. I She's like, it. why? I only get, like, three hours of sleep a night. <laughs> I can why, sleep now. Why are you yelling Gordon Chumley at me? Gordon Chumley. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy Adrian did a great impression of uh, a Willie from Alf. Um
0: Who's that, like the father figure? The
1: father. The glasses? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh,
3: well, he would do
1: it. I can't. I couldn't even do it, but he'd do, he would do just that little, like, ooh, elf, he would do that thing, and it would just crack me up every time. You know, this week we had YouTube on. I was working on my house, so I had YouTube playing through my house, and YouTube just chooses songs, you know? But for this week, it kept playing the same shit over and over again to hmm. me, like the same stuff over and over again. And one of the things it played was this uh, Eddie Vedder. Um, uh, it was an Eddie Vedder song. Uh, along the watchtower, but at the beginning of Eddie Vedder covering it, he goes on a long talking thing. Have you ever been to see Eddie Vedder live? Have you seen Eddie Vedder live uh, ever? No. No. Anyways, uh, Eddie Vedder is you know I like Pearl Jam and everything, mm-hmm. but shut the fuck up, Eddie Vedder. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like seriously, like I don't want to listen to you like talk a, like a lecture. Oh, you know? it's so it's just incredibly boring. But uh. this one, I, I kind of got into the rhythm of the way he was talking. I heard it so many times this week. And it's just the the uh, the way he does the he said this, the stuff he says too is ridiculous to me. He he's trying to introduce somebody to come and he wants to get somebody to come up and play drums, right? Eddie Vedder does, but he goes uh, he starts talking about about how lucky he is. So he goes like uh, he goes uh, here, like to, uh, I gotta get the might He's like uh, <laughs> uh, uh, huh, 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 huh. how does Eddie even start? I gotta get here. <laughs> okay, he goes like, uh, "Oh, I've been, I've been so lucky, so fortunate in my life to sit there, and uh, you know, I've been uh, lucky to see such great, great music and great, great artists like the Beatles. I saw the Who at Shea Stadium, and of course tonight we have lucky enough to have one of the guys from another one of these great, great bands, the greatest of all time. I'm so, uh, starting Scottish, Scottish all of a sudden." Yeah, Scottish and then he stadium. goes. Uh, He goes, uh, it's uh, the wonderful uh, blah, blah, blah from Fugazi. Fugazi. Right. So, when you're doing like Mount Rushmore rock and roll, you'd go Beatles, Stones, Who, Fugazi, right? It's going to go Fugazi? Maybe it's the
3: Who after the Fugazi guy.
1: Name a Fugazi song. Anyone got it? I don't even really know Fugazi. Yeah, that's Who's the, the drummer? Right. I'm trying to think of who the drummer was. Yeah, I heard it like all week long rich? and I still don't remember his name. No, or no, no, he's, he's so just old. average, like he's, just not, he's just average. But the Beatles drummer was Ringo. True. Hmm. And the Beatles were a good band. And the Jack White's drummer uh, in the White Stripes was uh, amateur.
4: <laughs> Meg?
1: Yeah, Meg wasn't the greatest technical drummer of all times. Got the job done. Yeah, that, for what he needed her for, which uh, was like, make it really hard for me to sound awesome. And that's my little game I play for myself because I'm a genius. And he won. Yeah, and he did it. And he won. And yeah. shake your
0: boobies around while you're doing it.
1: Yeah, she was entertaining. Yeah,
4: that's plus
3: one Jack White in my books. Right.
1: Yeah, Jack right. White won on that. He d- definitely did. <laughs> for sure. You can't argue with that. He like it's amazing that that but, uh, makes it more amazing. Like if you watch like if you look at the uh, Black Keys for example, right? Another two piece awesome. band. Yeah, yeah. But like, the drummer's awesome. Yeah. yeah. For recording the White Stripes album, I bet you Jack White played the drums. Actually, actually yeah for the album that but that that sounds familiar that like i don't I don't, sure. I don't know if she was the just only drummer. <laughs> she was there idea, for right. the concerts there, there that might have been some live people. but i bet you when it went down to the studio he played all the drums hmm. i sure. agree with that 100 yeah. just like but uh, i think paul mccartney played for, for the white he was pretty
4: known for doing live off the floor stuff though so i, I don't know like that could be he's got a lot of good friends though he lives in nashville true he's got a studio yeah he's He's swimming in talent. Yeah, yeah. What? What's that? Freaking
1: play? Dead? Third man. Third man. Third man. Yeah. Yeah. Charles and I went to the Third Man in um, in Detroit when we got back from that music festival, and uh it's a cool record shop. It really yeah. is a cool record we shop. went Nashville,
3: didn't
1: we? Yeah. And we went Nashville. So I've been to the Nashville one and the Detroit yeah, one.
3: Fun.
1: Hey. Oh, good catch. um
0: I remember I had a real bad case of the uh having to find a bathroom
3: when we went to the <laughs> Oh
1: yes. <laughs> oh yeah. I yeah. forgot about that too. We rode our bicycles. We're in Nashville. It's it's Michael, uh, or you Paul, yeah. me, and my uh, and that's it. It's us three. Extremely hungover. And we're like, yeah, we're pretty hungover Nashville's from the night before. Nashville a bad city to be hungover in. Yeah. Yeah, For it was sure. hot. Oh yeah, Fucking it is. We got like oh, yeah, the city bikes and we were riding our bikes through the city. We went to we're going to ride our bikes to Third Man Records. Yeah, cool. All of a sudden Michael has to go poop. <laughs> oh. It's uh, the yeah, heat has got the to heat, him, right? The heat got me, yeah. So he goes, We're down with where third man records is, and it's in a rough part of town. It's not in the best part of town it's to ride your bicycle. It's in a horrible part of town, yeah. Man. It's that a...
4: humidity, that much fried chicken, and that much paps blue ribbon is not, not a good fun. combination for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. it was the no. worst.
1: So Michael, uh, Michael's in a dangerous way, he needs to go poo, right? <laughs> so, uh, we're looking in the we're in the in the ghetto like we're in we're I would say Nashville's ghetto. Yeah, we're on the outskirts. Yeah, right, not the good part. Well, of he time. had to wait in line for a shitter
0: for two guys. Yeah, too, on a oh. railroad track. Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: what? It was like what? a porta john. And Wrong. what are they doing? A, some sort of drug transaction oh, yes. in there. Oh for right? sure. Yeah, which uh, what? How did he pay for it?
4: I don't know. Hide the
3: wiener.
0: One guy went in, and then I'm like, okay, I gotta wait for this guy, and then another guy comes out of nowhere right in. And then they're in there for like five minutes and then they all come out together. And I was like, what in the fuck? I don't care. I got to get this out of me.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys done? Because I'm going to just fucking ruin whatever yeah. you had going I, on. Yeah,
0: uh, let's just say I did the hover. There was no
4: touching <laughs> that. Scene. Oh,
1: man. That is disgusting, man. I am so paranoid want hover about that. Yeah,
4: exactly.
1: Hover, I am about to lean
4: back. Yeah. Just poop behind it? You've you're never pooped behind an outhouse? Oh, yeah. No. Never have I ever, right? I, have. Yeah, no, I, I honestly
1: haven't. Have you ever pooped? I think I have. Right on the back it. of it? You want to know why that mostly happens? It's usually Asian people. And this is the truth. Because they have sliders in Asia, right? So if you get like Vietnamese people or Chinese people that are used to shitting in sliders or like Japanese people. And then they come up here and they get with a porter on They're like, I'm not going to sit on that disgusting thing. I'm going to stand on it with my sandals. And I'm just going to like... Let it fly from the top and then they shit on the back of it because they, you're aiming to a hole. It's hard to shit in a hole. Hmm.
4: Yeah. I went to Taiwan for uh, like th- two and a half months in like 2007 to teach English as a second language and music. And I was using the, the is that what they're called? Sliders that the toilets yeah, yeah. are on the ground? Right? Yeah, yeah.
1: You do then, the squat? And th- then they'd have
4: like one North American toilet, which was like the handicap toilet, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, so yeah, I do the squat, but they had the bar against the back wall. So you're supposed to like, squat with the door facing your back right but i felt that was weird because if anyone comes in i don't get like knocked face first into my shit i'd rather get it on my back right right. Given the choice so i'm doing it like facing the door with one hand leaning behind me Uh, i did apparently backwards for like a month
1: and everyone just (laughs) laughed at you (laughs) that when you found out you're when it came
4: (laughs) up in conversation that i've been going to bathroom backwards backwards. yeah (laughs) i I still maintain my trajectory through the rest of the trip because i'm like that's still weird to me to do it backwards and just yeah my back to the door right
1: yeah, I just think I would go shit behind a dumpster. I never, I never that thought point. that
4: information would come up again. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, there know. it yeah. is. That's nice segue. Hey, there
1: it is. Well, tra- and another, nice good segue- another good segue is that Charters is, uh, is the only other guy that we ever knew that shit in one of those things. Right. Other than you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we um, we sent him on location. He's on location now. California? To California, yeah. And we, uh, we should, I'm going to see if I can try to call him. We'll see if we can get him on air. Get an update? Because well, we have a segment coming up. We'll see if we can get them here.
3: We gotta
0: put them to work down there.
1: All right, how do I do this? Charters, contacts. Let's go, uh, charters.
0: His head takes up the whole screen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> let's see if we can catch them because we need a we need a theme song. We have a segment of the show we're gonna be doing at the end called uh, uh, "Thoughts from the Tractor" with Michael. And there's only it's only going to work if we get Charters to rate the theme song for it, because right. he's yeah. the man that rates music for the show.
0: It's his work. It's his job.
1: We'll see if we can get him. You son oh. of a bitch. If you do not pick up this phone, What's the time difference you seriously are hours? dead to me. Your twang. call has been forwarded oh. Oh. Keep, try, keep, trying him every, keep trying him every 10 minutes <laughs> until we get Charters on the phone. We'll stop whatever we're doing in order to punish him for this. Suck it, he's, Dave. he's ruined it. He's ruined everything. And once again, that you works. know what he's probably doing? Something terrible to the Mexicans? <laughs> is my only guess.
4: Does he not care for them? Does he have a well documented distaste? Yes,
1: yeah. he does have a well documented distaste <laughs> for, for Mexicans. This is unquestionable. It's known. Yeah. It's been known. Yes. He used to work at Citco Farms and he used to just punch a Mexican once a day.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he had a quota. How <laughs> many Mexicans is a punch at Sitco Farms? They this had, is all speculation. They had to put a
0: ban on, I heard. Ban them from all Mexican farms.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: if they had Mexican offshore, not allowed. You're
1: not allowed. Only Jamaican farms could no chairs go to. Yeah, he could go there. Because he would not pop the black guys because he's a chicken.
4: I was at six on the way out there. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: Good thing they got the orange vest. That's, yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Safety first. Oh, with the be, bikes? Yeah, we don't fuck oh, around. Oh, not even the safety vests. Like the really Jamaican, Like it's like a fishing net. Yeah, yeah. They're wide mesh. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wide gauge. I don't know oh, how. You, I don't know how you gauge the mesh of your shirts, but oh, like... nice. I probably
0: sell them at Giant Tiger yeah. now.
1: You know, a nice. Uh, it's, minnows...
0: Yeah, it's like chainmail, but it's not. Yeah, the minnows <laughs> would get through. We get a of perch. Okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. That kind of mesh shirt. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, is it even a shirt?
1: No, I don't it, think it is a shirt. Like it's
0: not sleeves. Yeah, I don't know. Is that what what makes it is. It? is.
1: You, uh, would you get like a mesh tan with that? Like a hole, little That'd be awesome, we man. Would. <laughs> yeah, we would. <laughs> Charter's too; he's white as a ghost. Anyways, uh, so that's a. Uh, he's he's there dealing with his uh, his issues with the Mexicans. But you know, uh, the reason I bring we bring that up is because Starbucks this mm-hmm. week and Roseanne both got in trouble for racist stuff. Roseanne just got like uh, she says she was on Ambien and then she had. Uh, uh, like uh, some j- drinks for like Memorial Day or whatever, so that you're not supposed to mix it too. And then she and started just got crazy racist. Yeah, <laughs> I got crazy racist. But then, in her defense, she says, "I didn't know that woman was black. I thought she was Jewish." Yeah. And uh, she doesn't. If That's you look not at her,
4: much of a defense.
1: If you look at her picture though, <laughs> no. the girl's picture, she doesn't look black. Right. She's not classically black. The the whatever whoever she was making fun of. So I think That's that she less did-
4: of a joke and more of a belief though. It seems like than an actual like dig at the person you know i mean it seems like it's some actual deep-seated
1: but wasn't the controversy the fact that she said planet of the apes in regard She's, to
4: i think she, i don't really i don't have twitter but i don't like well i post my instagram stuff to twitter and stuff like that but i don't have engage in twitter actively yeah but there was uh you called him again good that's right. good um there's like a history of her with just these comments that are just towards the less positive end of the spectrum regarding a myriad of topics
1: oh yeah, yeah. right well, she's nutty. Yeah, there's no question about that. I think she
4: should have been fired. I think the show could totally go on with Dan.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah.
4: just rename it Dan. I'd watch the hell out of that.
1: Yeah. Is it you? You got, got him? Oh, we actually have nice. Charters on here. Oh. thank you. This is the point we should have insisted on our show. Are you ready? All right, here we go. Ready. Charters, are you there? Dave, are you there? Hello. David. Hey, man. I- Good, good. We're trying to keep... Well, you're on the air right now. We're live on YouTube. On yeah,
3: really. the air, really. I can barely hear you on Crackley, but I'm trying
1: to... Uh, Where are you? Right now I'm on the,
3: uh, on the coast, um, on the Pacific coast, in a little Peruvian restaurant on the
1: beach. Oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> Is this what you're doing? Are you with... Are you? Yeah, the sun's
3: about to go down here. We're going to watch the sunset over the ocean, bring some... Uh,
1: Peruvian cocktails. Peruvian cocktails. What is that like? Uh, chocolate? No, or...
3: disco.
1: Uh, You got you. You are so rich and like just rubbing it in everyone's face. Is that what you're doing right now? Are you fi- are you coming out of the closet? Is that the thing with you going to San Francisco, Dave? Is there, are you finally trying to find your people, and just be happy? Because we're all just here to support you, and we want you to know that uh, we support your decision to come out there. Good for you. We've all been waiting Uh for it. Yeah, I've come out to the ocean here today. You've come out to the ocean, have you? Yes, and uh, Charters, we have one thing we need you to do quickly before we hang up on you. Because you're incredibly boring. (laughs) And that's, uh, we have a segment called, uh, hey, can you hear me?
3: Yeah, like
1: that, yeah. We have a segment called uh, Thoughts from the Tractor with Michael. Did you hear that? Uh, something, something tractor. Oh, your fucking phone, man. You're so rich. Get a phone. Tell the company that you work for <laughs> that you need a better phone. I need to try and call you back. We don't hear you All right, bye. Fucker. He's a colossal disappointment, eh? If you, if you, if you can set up a segment with anyone. <laughs> I'm at a Peruvian restaurant drinking Peruvian. <laughs> Overlooking r- the shores r- of Lake Minnetonka. look at me! I believe that I am Francis He's just so boring, man. Just the worst. Worst. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh, Charles is back.
3: Oh, that's great. We're right
1: back. Hey, we're just talking about you. Oh, that's 100% better. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it is. It is way better, yeah. I blame Jane. (laughs) So write a song quickly called Thoughts from the Tractor with Michael. You need to write it quick. Teach the chords to everyone. Batch in the Tractor? No, Thoughts from the Tractor. Oh, thoughts from the tractor, yeah, okay. Good. Thoughts from the tractor, not batch from the tractor. You think he was batching in the tractor, like masturbating?
3: Yeah, I thought he was, like, whipping off
1: batches in the tractor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the tractor. I get it. Throwing ropes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. You need a jingle? Yeah, right now. Uh, <laughs> you suck, Charters. Come on, this is your whole job. <laughs> I'm really on the spot, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you want me to get Wes to write it?
3: Yeah, give
1: this one to Wes. No, you'll have give no. The then you're you're not welcome back. You know that, right? Because then you would lose your job. <laughs> if Wes could do that, then he, then we'd have no reason for you here.
3: <laughs> that laugh. You know I'm gonna put <laughs> pin in that one, and I'll show up next time to
1: them. Are you how drunk are you, Dave, right now? Barely. Peruvian. Are you Peruvian like a, drunk? Or, are you or, like a giant in a Peruvian restaurant? Are they are they all really small there?
3: Not on the regular size, but they
1: have a lot of gang tattoos. Peruvians do. Yeah, well, all, everyone's working
3: here. I don't think they're real
1: Peruvians. I think they're Mexican. Uh, it's uh, come out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's come out. See, we knew it would only be so long before Dave started on the Mexicans. <laughs> all right, Dave, we don't want to get into any of this here. It's going to start to get. We don't want to get into any Starbucks trouble, so we're going to have I'm to let you go. Looking forward
3: to uh, hearing Michael's thoughts from the tractor.
1: <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks for nothing, as always. Have fun. I'll have more. I'll see you guys. Have a good night. Bye.
3: Boop, boop, oh, fuck you. you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Correspondent from California. Yeah, there sounds are. like he's having a wonderful time looking at the ocean.
4: Wasting company money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's his own. I think that's what he does on his own spare time. He actually spends a lot of money to go just look at the, the set set on the Pacific and sipping my Peruvian cocktails.
4: <laughs> Eating fancy olives.
1: Yeah, I bet she is, he is eating a fancy all, maybe a tapenade.
4: Warm. Oh, probably. Yeah,
1: probably. fucking tapenade on some melba toast even. Probably. You know, fancy people eat melba toast. You ever had melba toast? Not too it's I crunchy. Think I have
0: had it once, maybe.
1: It's stale bread.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah,
1: super yeah. crunchy.
4: Yeah, what are they? It's like a flattened crouton. Yeah. Unseasoned. Yeah. Un- un- it's not that it's great. Delightful. Yeah, <laughs> it's delightful. Yeah.
1: It's terrible. But
4: unflavored for me. You
1: know it's like eating a uh, like a eucharist host
4: <laughs> oh, uh, like a bigger version a, loaf yeah, bigger a whole version. loaf a eucharist loaf yeah <laughs> gross
1: you know when i go to church and then uh, there's a guy that uh isn't catholic so he can't have the communion cuz the like like uh, it's uh, they'll go to hell if they do uh, so they can't eat the communion, but we can. Okay. So uh, when we go up there, I like to always tell the guys that can't eat it that it's like uh, salt and vinegar. Oh, <laughs> nice.
4: Well, they love
0: that's salt That's got and a vinegar. bit of our barbecue on it.
1: Oh, what was this ranch this week? <laughs> it's it's my nice. Preferred
4: fi- that's my preferred flavor.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love It's
4: actually ketchup for Jesus' blood. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that'd, be, that'd be awesome, eh?
0: Just on Christmas, ketchup.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Different seasons. Born.
0: Sorry, that's easy. That, did
1: Dave just send a picture of him and his and my our friend Mark? Oh, nice. This is what he went out. He, okay, so Dave goes out. This is the truth. This is not even me making fun of Dave. A lot of the other stuff about the Mexicans and stuff like that, yeah, wouldn't hold up in court. <laughs> this one here is truth. He's gone to visit our friend, our friend, who he has a huge bromance with. It's like the, it, unbelievable when they get together. Huge bromance. What's he send? A picture of him and my friend Mark. With their pants rolled up on the Pacific as the sun's going down. Are they holding hands? Are they holding hands? Can I show it to the camera? This is a romance picture. Wait, see that? that's That's what he sends, eh? Now, if that isn't coming out in San Francisco, I don't know what is. Charters, I'm proud of you. You go get that guy's ass tonight. You do it because it's always been in you, Dave, and tonight it'll be in you for real.
3: <laughs> Ball's deep.
1: Yeah. Paul, may I have a beer, please? Yes. But we should do, um, yeah, let's just do a segment we call Feedback. We got feedback.
3: <laughs>
1: we got feedback. It's feedback. It's motherfucking feedback. feedback. Hey, I like that. Uh, welcome to Feedback We Got Feedback. Uh, this week's uh, segment is brought to you, as always, by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to the Live from the Dutch Hall website and click on our Amazon banner, you can do all of your shopping, and some of that money is going to come back and help the show. So thank you for everyone to support us doing that. You can also go to uh, Live from the Dutch Hall at GMO, the And if you got a, let's say, an, let's say, like an engagement party coming up, and uh, you want to have a good time, you know, invite all the people that uh, you think are cool, and uh, you want to uh, celebrate your upcoming nuptials, mm-hmm. why not have uh, Van Dijk Party Services come and attend? It
0: just makes sense.
1: It just makes perfect sense. And you know what? I thought about this because, you know, what? our very own Michael Bow <laughs> is having an engagement party coming up. Mm-hmm. So I talked to our friends at Clean Flow. Okay. And I said, Clean Flow. We're gonna need to do one on the house. Oh, nice Whoa. on the house. Nice because wow. because Michael's been such a great supporter of our company. What an honor! So van Dyke Party Services, you're gonna get without the. Normally, when you call into van Dyke Party Services, you're calling in because your family sucks, <laughs> and you're and you're not fun, and you and you the people you hang around with are boring.
4: That's what right. it says on their van.
1: Yeah, they're just that's shit. Their, that's their slogan. Yeah, but we will send you. Between 5 and 29 Van Dyke First Cousins and Bright Yellow Jackets, and you're going to have the time of your life. And normally it costs you $100 of cold hard cash, plus all all of our expenses, which will be dear. Mm. But if you're not 100% satisfied, we'll give you that $100 back. How nice of you. Yeah, but as you know, those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours.
0: Yes, most likely.
1: Van Dyke Price Services. (laughs) Don't
0: live your life in regret.
1: It brought to you by Cleanfoil. That's how the ad normally goes. But this week, Michael... (laughs) Nor you will get $0, no $100. Wow. And those expenses, they're on us.
0: Wow. Whoa. This is a real treat.
1: Yes. This is just going to be Van Party Service showing up in bright yellow jackets at your engagement party, and we are going to have the time of our lives, Michael. (laughs) Uh,
0: I am looking forward to it. I'm hoping I get the whole 29.
1: I think you might. Full service. (laughs) Yes. And how about aunts and uncles?
0: Give it all to me. I could take it all.
1: You might even get some aunts and uncles. I
0: would love it.
1: Oh my God! Veterans, the veterans, the veterans. You're gonna see how it's done. This is the full experience. You tell, you tell, sweet, sweet Kelly's family, they're in for the time of their
0: life. Oh yeah, they're looking forward to it. I think.
1: Oh, uh, and also, uh, uh, just a plug, nocturnal emissions. This is the mm-hmm. advertising. Woo. They're gonna be at your party as well. You know it. I hired them. You hired them. <laughs> nice. Are they sticklers about the cash?
0: So far, so good. But I haven't really talked to charters.
1: Oh. <laughs> Oh. The rest
0: of the guys, no problems.
1: Say no more, say no more. Chargers is a fucking Bit prick of a about diva. money, eh? Ooh. <laughs> He's replaceable. Damn straight he is. <laughs> Preach to... Ch- <laughs> That's... What do you say the church?
4: The choir. Preaching to the choir.
1: Yeah, fucking right. So anyways, let's... Uh, we usually go... Uh, this, this week's I kind of lean on feedback. Lean feedback. To be honest, it's, it's lean We have two stalwart uh, providers of feedback. These people are here each and every week for us. And uh, For what? What are they here for? They give us feedback. (laughs) And the first lady is a a, a good friend of ours from Delhi. She runs the second mouse there. She's our good friend, Teresa the Cheese Lady. Why don't we play her a song? Yeah, why don't we check on her?
0: Yeah, we're chicken on the cheese, lady. I'm the cheese, lady. Chicken on the cheese, lady. Always on the run. Chicken on the cheese, lady. I'm the cheese, lady. Chicken on the cheese, lady. Always having fun. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, chicken on the cheese lady, she's
1: always on the run. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, chicken on the cheese lady, let's hear what she's done. Oh, nice, Michael. What's up, Teresa? Uh, Teresa Great says, guys. she says OMG, which stands for Oh My God. Oh, Aww. thank you for clearing that yeah, up. Yeah, you're welcome. She says, this show made me laugh many times. You guys rock. Glad you enjoyed the cheese smiley face, hashtag cheese love, hashtag cheese lady. Thanks. Feel the cheese love. Feel the
0: cheese love. <laughs> A lot of I'm hashtags.
1: And then she was like, that's not enough. I'm going to give him another one. What? I'm going to give him another piece of feedback. <laughs> she goes, love my Fridays. TGIF, thank God I'm female.
0: <laughs> oh, she yeah. made up her own little thing. Huh.
1: Yeah, thank God I'm female. Because you don't have to shove a camera up a female's ass very often. Is that what she's getting at?
4: That's what I took from it. <laughs> That's the yep, only... How you take from that? Yeah. It's <laughs> you know, pretty straightforward. You, you ever got
1: it. a rectal exam?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no. This like interview is over. From a doctor, though? <laughs> no. No? Like a legit no. one.
1: <laughs> no, like not just a fan. No. They play a good show. <laughs> <laughs> you get like a rectal exam. <laughs>
4: Open minded stage baddies.
1: Yeah. No. Hey, you want me to check that thing out? You never had it though, eh? It's terrible. It's not fun. It's not fun. You ever had one, Michael?
0: Uh, negative. I went in and asked to have it. I'm like, I need a physical. West. Yeah. I'm 35 do do plus. <laughs> give me the blood thumb up the bum. Yeah. yeah. You know what she said? Nope. I just want to take your blood. You look healthy. Sir,
4: this is a Tim Hortons. That's what she <laughs> said.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wrong place.
4: So, no, I've never had a physical.
0: I don't know if I'm good to go. Or you not. have
1: though. What? You're super old, man. <laughs> you got to get something in there. Wes, have you uh, done it? Yeah. I but you haven't.
0: No,
3: I should.
1: But you're still pretty young. Wes has had. So you've had it, eh? Yep. And then they push when they push on your prostate. Did you pee a little bit? I was out. You were out.
4: Yeah, they put me out for it. What? Oh, wow. By request? Did you ask?
3: No, I was hoping. Just okay. your butthole is more relaxed.
1: <laughs> it is better. Like, I would rather be drugged. They didn't Anytime. Put you out? No. <laughs> what? For what? For Are you talking just a rectal exam, though? The
3: colonoscopy.
1: Oh, no, no. For the colonoscopy, I was out. But I mean, like, just for like, a That's different. Yeah, finger finger, finger in your butt. Oh, no,
3: they didn't do that. Oh, no, they didn't do that. Just a little. They they did. Did. I'm sure smooth. they did while I was out. but. No, no, but they you've didn't. never had an
1: awake finger in your no, butt. No, no. I'm the only one? <laughs> Yep. Have you ever had an awake? You have had it.
4: Have you ever had oh. an awake? Not a finger in your butt.
1: You had a colonoscopy too, and they didn't even finger your butt before I know, the colonoscopy.
4: No fingers in my butt. <laughs> wow. <No fingers. laughs> only cameras. Pete. Only. This just
3: you. Just
1: you. Did they put the camera in your butt without even a finger first?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, this is unfair. You know, the only thing I appreciated about my last time I had a rectal exam was the fact that my doctor, who's a female, she whispered. When she was fingering my butt, she whispered in my ear, uh, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in like a sex voice.
1: No, it wasn't a sex voice. It was a legit concern voice. <laughs> so Were you sorry. crying at the time? I'm so sorry about this. I'm so sorry. No, my butt was tense. What a way okay. to reassure you. She could you. feel that I was yeah, tensing I'm up. Sure. sure. Like... Because I, at first I was like, I know you have to convince yourself, stay loose, stay yeah. loose. Right, <laughs> stay loose because this is—you're only going to make it more difficult so for they yourself. Tell you? Do they hype you up before you go? No, in no, there? I do. You remember... got this,
4: Pete. You got this, motherfucker. And they start shaking. Your
1: <laughs> no, shirt. they it's should like, though. That yeah. would be yeah. helpful yeah. if they yeah, would yeah. do that, but they don't. This is right. just due to the fact that I'm a well-read person mm-hmm. who, who who educated myself before I went. Did you read in? Went... No, I read okay. on uh, my phone. Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I was like, uh, and they said, "Don't make it hard for yourself. You need to loosen up. You just got to take take it. You know." But normally, what I would expect if you're going to get a finger in your butt, it's pinky. Well, you know, you want to make it like so that you don't just go straight in. Like Angle. You want to like rub the rub right. the entry, right. rub the entry, circle, right? Circle,
4: circle, <laughs> duck, duck, goose. Right, you're <laughs> like sure. flattening
1: it. You're right. like putting your you're putting your finger not like this, but like this. Oh, I get flat. the mechanics of it. For I sure. Yeah, yeah. Pros. that's how you would do it <laughs> right. if you were in a romantic situation, in in a in a medical situation. No, no, no. No. Hard finger straight in. Uh just lots of KY. Yeah. But hard finger straight in. No regret. Don't <laughs> second guess it. Just go hard at it. It's like there's no malicious. You like yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they don't like yeah. they want you to suffer. So. It is malicious, man. It's violent. It's like you're going as deep you're just going in hard with no okay, let's get you ready for this. Work the perimeter yeah you know no 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 just deep and hard and i'm like fuck what the hell is that and then i'm, sorry, I'm sorry, then, then i'm so like sorry. so yeah my butthole's <laughs> going through a lot of emotions at this time it's sitting there saying no no wait like uh you got to be take it easy you got to take it easy because you're making yeah. this hard for yourself and then i'm thinking to myself what does she think i'm like this is really easy, you know. That I'm fingering Pete's ass, like super easy. Just gobbled up my finger. Oh, really taking it. And then, uh, yeah, like, taking it like a champ. So I'm like, maybe I'll give her a bit of a squeeze, yeah. just so she knows I'm not a whore about it, you know. Don't <laughs> make it too easy. And that's when the <laughs> I'm sorry's came in, you know. Once I started doing, giving her the old squeeze on her finger.
4: That's or, a terrible reassurance. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry.
1: It's, it's not okay not from a girl, though. But if if I tell you, if my childhood doctor, you know, Dr. Gary, was like, uh. Whispering, "I'm sorry," with his hot breath on my neck and his mustache tickling my ear, I don't think I'd feel the same way about it. You know, it wouldn't feel as reassuring as like when Dr. Natalie did it,
3: hmm.
1: when she seemed sincere. She seemed like she cared about my feelings. That's hmm. what I'm saying. Anyways, <laughs> I like it. So that's uh, tr- <laughs> Do we get to Teresa? Yeah, we did. There's only one more thing we got to do, and that's talk to our good buddy, who's uh, like luckily not dead. He's oh, back. Really? he's
0: back, and he
1: is back. And then we're going to do, and we'll just add a little bit. I'll come up with something before what time we get that so, that part of the song. He's our good buddy, the Haitian dwarf. I got it, I got it. I'll give you do the first part. Hi ho, hi ho, it's off to bed we go. Your sloppy tits that give me shits. Hi ho, hi ho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, our good buddy Haitian dwarf has been with us since the very beginning, and he's provided us feedback each and every week on iTunes, and this week is no (laughs) exception. Actually, we had a long hiatus from him.
3: I know. I was ready, though. I was ready
4: the whole time.
1: This week, he goes on iTunes, and he says five stars. Nice. That's five. He entitles this week's feedback, lactose intolerant. Mm -hmm. He goes, why do you Canadians eat so much cheese?
4: Ask the cheese lady.
1: Open for discussion. Why do we eat so much cheese? Because
4: it's delicious. Yeah, it's delicious.
1: It can, it can last through the winter. It's like milk, but portable. Put some cheese in, put yeah. some cheese
4: in your pocket, you're off to go.
1: Yeah, go. that's right. If you ever put milk in your pocket, it doesn't last worth a shit. Not successfully. <laughs> Make it into cheese. there you go. Now you got something Uncle you can Bob. carry around your pocket. Those
4: baby bells, that'll last forever. Oh, baby bells.
1: Oh, nice. I like a nice baby bell. Yep. I do like a nice baby I remember bell. remember in
4: college, I'd spend like 20 bucks on beer and like... 13 bucks on like a real nice aged cheddar.
1: Yeah? <laughs> you know, like I'd be, really,
4: You're all wa- I'd be re- really watching my 33 bucks a month. So. <laughs> yeah. 20 bucks goes to Labatt, the other 13 goes to Jensen's. I've made my decision. Perfect.
1: Oh, I love that cheese. I used to be on their cheese list <laughs> there. Nice. They call me when the five year was in. They go, Mr. Van Dyke, the five years in. Nice. And I'd be. And we I'd were would, elite. Yeah. I felt great. like a real elite when they'd call me about my five year cheese. For sure. Oh, we've got the five year in, oh, yes. Mr. Van Dyke. Mm. It's crunchy and smells like an old sock. Mm. That's oh, the how like, I like it. Does I will it fall be.
0: apart when you touch it? Excellent. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'll be over in five minutes. Yeah, I'll be right there. <laughs> when it gets so aged it just crumbles, you can't even slice it anymore. That's yeah. yeah. It's nice, like yeah. eight, nine year cheese. Just Wait, open the plastic and it crumbles apart. Waiting for Christmas to come around. Oh, uh, it's so good. It's so good. Cheese ball? Uh, that's not like good for you, but that's that's some tasty stuff. My Aunt
1: Frances makes a cheese ball at Christmas time, and I, I, I crave it in about the mm. uh, beginning of November. For sure. I start uh, thinking about I, it.
4: I feel the same way. Not, yeah. with, not with your aunt specific cheese balls, but I'm like, mm, it's cheese ball season. Oh, yeah. you got to try my Aunt Frances. That's
1: my cheese mom. Ball. Yeah,
0: And uh, okay. I have had that cheese ball so many times that I take it for granted. Put the oh, you don't in?
3: appreciate it.
1: It's I like, don't
0: appreciate it. Like I hear all the stories, and I'm just like, what it's do, like what's Hungarian big deal Hall food it? for
1: us because yeah. Jane's parents are spoiled uh, by it. Always, they work at the Hungarian I'll Hall. Come, or I'll they, come
4: back for a Christmas podcast. We'll do a bunch of Christmas songs, and uh, we'll get some cheese. Balls. Get some cheese
1: going. <laughs> cheese <there>. ball contest. <laughs> mm.
4: I wasn't invited, but I accept, so thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good... I, mean, I was sure will love that contest. If you could give them a cheese-related cheese, con- cheese related contest, oh, who uh, can uh, make the best cheese ball. And then, Michael, you, this would be a good chance for you and your mom to get closer together and Bonding. learn how to make cheese, the Aww, cheese ball.
0: You get, the, get the recipe.
1: Yeah, then you steal, you steal it. Mm-hmm. Now it lives forever. And you teach it to your young ones that you will make from your loins.
4: I like this. And so the legacy grows. Uh, yes. And the the
1: ball. cheese ball uh, legacy. And also, if you could figure out how to make the klatsklopen, yeah,
4: klatsklopen.
1: that was another thing I enjoy from your mom and her soup.
0: Oh, she what does. What kind it. of soup? It's we, a Dutch soup. We, yeah, we just call it like Dutch Sunday soup. Okay, sounds and delightful. Yeah, it is. Delightful.
1: But it's kind of like Italian wedding. You never yeah. had Italian wedding soup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, but it's it's like got. I like to
4: think I've had every soup at this point <laughs> in my life. I think I've had like I haven't had like shark like those illegal shark fin soups like the the pirates eat. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like I think I've had most soups. But and they, yes, Italian wedding is a
1: good yeah, soup. And so this one, the Dutch one's got like meatballs, right? Yeah, yeah
0: meatballs, yeah. Uh, noodles, and then it's just like just the certain spices. Like the Maggie sauce own. is the big thing. The
1: Maggie's nice. Yeah, the Maggie. Sweet and soy sauce. I don't yeah, know yeah. That. I know. It's, yeah it's and
0: then there's a certain packets you have to get from the Dutch store. That's like the the base of it. That's
1: the key to. Oh, the is that it? Is it like
0: and I can't say the name because I don't remember it. And it's also the
4: secret. It's like a beef cube or something. Yeah, like that? It's, no, it's like one of those like packets. Like okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, nice. and that is the whole key to it. Cool. You've said too much. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're probably in big
4: shit. I'll seven. I don't think if
1: I'm this in gets shit. out to the community. <laughs> <laughs> <So> sweet, sweet
0: <laughs> Kelly's grandma makes the same uh, soup, but uh, one is like a little less saltier, I would say, and different with the noodles, but same idea.
1: Uh, whose is less salty?
0: I would say her grandma's is. My mom likes to salt it up because
1: she likes to We live. prefer it that way. Yeah. she likes to she likes to taste life. Yeah, she likes to live. Actually, have spice on your on your tongue and your lips, mm-hmm. unlike the most white people are the most boring eaters in the world. <laughs> eh? It's terrible. <laughs> all right, all right. A lot of good food out there. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I went into this uh, this uh, um, a Jamaican place. I'm so, I'm, okay. I'm sorry, we're in the middle of feedback. Anyways, I went to this Jamaican place in Simcoe, but and this girl gave me a pickled uh, pig's f- foot. Yeah, that sounds delightful. With some sort of banana okay. that looked like a, that tastes like a sweet potato or something. She says eat them together, and it's got like uh, cartilage and like it's like jelly stuff and all this. Hmm. It was the best tasting stuff I've <laughs> ate my whole life. It was so good. She only makes it on Saturdays. I went there to eat it yesterday. She says, only on Saturday I come really? back. And she was, like, telling all her Jamaican friends, making fun that she's got this guy hooked on the pig's feet, right? Mm-hmm. But it's true. It's so goddamn good. And you put that hot sauce in it. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Mm. It's the best.
4: Hot sauce makes everything.
1: <laughs> I think that might be part Jamaican. Like, I I think there's something. Well, in there's,
0: there's definitely something in the Van Dyke blood.
1: There is something. Because there's no reason I should like Jamaican food this much that I like it. But I, want, I love every bit about it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the Haitian Dwarf this week says to us... uh, Oh, no, we already did that. Why do you like cheese? Oh, we're done. Fuck yeah. So let's go to now. It's my great pleasure to introduce our guest tonight. You can see him tomorrow if you're listening to this. uh, If you're one of our Friday listeners, really our favorite fans, the super fans that listen on Fridays. If you have nothing to do tonight, go to the Sanderson Center. There is a great performance going on, and you're going to see our friend, Corey Mercer, uh, at that performance and probably dominating and uh, winning all the money, right?
4: Music's not a competition, but in this instance it is a competition. It's called the uh, Breath of Fresh Air talent competition. It's put on by the Crew Real Estate. And uh, tickets are 20 bucks. It's tomorrow night, which is today if you're listening on Friday, yeah. which is June 1st, 7 p.m. Uh, at the Sanderson Center, you can get tickets at breathofreshairtalent.com or the Sanderson Center box office in Brantford, Ontario, Canada. And, and uh, 10 finalists have been... Finalized out of a group of particip- uh, potential participants, and uh, there will be ten people vying for five thousand dollars tomorrow.
1: Whoa. Wow, it's big time! And,
4: uh, yeah, there, a five minutes on stage and try and do something cool with it.
1: Yeah, well, uh, we wish you the best of luck there tomorrow, and I think it's it's guaranteed to be a great show for Absolutely. people. That anyone wants to go g- go and see it, and you can also follow Corey at Corey Mercer uh, Music, that's on Facebook or on YouTube, Corey Mercer Music. That's true. And Corey, we're, we're glad to introduce our very special guest. Playing, what are you going to play for us today, Corey?
4: Uh, this is a song called Shut Up and Tell Me You Love Me.
1: Awesome. With, ladies and gentlemen, Corey Mercer.
4: Woo! 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 I turn them down to.
2: Thanks. I'm just trying to ease your situation. But all you want to do is end this conversation. I will comply with a little hesitation If it means that much to you But all I want was your smile Sometimes it takes a little while But I find it's usually worth the wait When you hold me and you say Just shut up, tell me you love me don't tell me nothing. I don't need to no. know. Just shut up. Tell me you love me. You better kiss me before you go. I didn't call you up to start some kind of fight. Just like to hear your voice before I shut the light in the end they say everything will be alright, but ain't alright, it ain't the end. Lord I try by him by to stop the things that makes my baby cry. But well, some days the old world wins, but we get up, we try again. So just shut up, tell me you love me. Tell me nothing, I don't want to know Just shut up, tell me you love me You better miss me after I go Just shut up Tell me you love me Don't tell me nothing I don't need to know Just shut up Tell me you love me You better kiss me Before you go Thanks
4: guys
1: right. That
4: was written by a guy from Brantford Pretty neat. <laughs> yeah.
1: Pretty neat. That was written by yourself, of course, yeah, right? Yeah, man, I wrote that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I wrote
4: about talking too much.
1: <laughs> Corey, how, you, you're obviously a pride yourself in being a songwriter, and you uh, I like
4: writing songs a lot, yeah.
1: And how, so, in order to, to develop a skill like writing songs, is it like a discipline like anything else, where you have to like? You just got
4: to do it a bunch, right?
1: You just got to do, keep doing it.
4: Yeah, you, you do stuff at the start. You're not that good, and you get better, and you hopefully develop some sort of an idea of how the craft works, and you're kind of just making. Making time, you know, and you, know. s-
1: and then slowly you start sucking less and less. That's the idea. Yeah, that yeah. The idea. It's the same. It's yeah. it's amazing how how it's so similar that no matter what creative venture you're in, it's the same sort of thing. You just gotta like do it, right, and then uh, not be afraid of it, and then keep doing it even just though surround, it makes no surround sense. Surround
4: yourself by the people that uh, inspire you, and just kind of keep trying to kick up the can, and hopefully you take it a little further down the street.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so that's what's brought you to Hamilton, right? You moved yeah. from Brantford to Hamilton, yeah. and trying to advance the career, yeah, hustling in Canadian music. music. Scene,
4: that's it, man, for sure. Yeah, that's exactly and, right.
1: And uh, so it's like a, it's a grind, right?
4: It is, it is. But it's a, it's a good grind. You know, there's some, there's some reasons. Things can't be too easy. Things can't be too hard. There has to be a little bit of something to push against. Yeah,
1: right? if it was, but, if it was too easy, everybody would do it, right? Think so. Yeah. I
4: think so. But I've been very fortunate. Uh, like for the last uh, eight of the last ten years, I was a blackjack dealer at the casino in Branford. Like and uh, you know worked a hard job that I didn't like going to all the time and start making steps towards spending time and spending time better.
1: I, lo- I like you that. Know? That's the thing. I was the same way when I was at the bank. My 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 goal at the bank was not to be at the bank.
3: Yeah. 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 For
1: it was sure. like to get the hell out of totally. here. You know. So because of that mindset, it helped me out greatly because. Uh, I spent less money than I made. Like I was realizing right. that I had to like save for when I wanted to totally not do this anymore. For sure, and it uh, made it made a huge difference. You know, so mindset's huge in that, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, if you know you're using this for the purpose that it is, but it's not why you're not here forever. I was supposed to be there for five years. I ended up staying for fifteen. Yeah, which was uh, good and bad. Mm-hmm. It was mostly bad, but then uh, the good part was that I got lots of money.
4: Right, right. That was the trade off, right? They yeah. yeah. Just enough to keep you there.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then if they got me any longer, then you're in the golden handcuffs where they're like, you got to like stay because of pension, pension and, right, and all exactly. that stuff. And, yeah, and then yeah. that's like, you're trapped.
4: I made it eight years there. They fired me for contamination in the workplace. I was just telling people to take breaks and stuff like that. <laughs> and it was after like five years, the shelf life kind of wears off. Then eight years, I'm like, hey, this was a good part time job. Now I just kind of work here. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And started making my way out. And I'm glad that they kind of pulled the cord. Uh, December 5th, like 20 days before Christmas. So there's not as many patio gigs to go out and start playing music full time, right? So I started teaching, playing a few cover bands and stuff like that, and then started making my way towards playing more. Like I play in a couple different bands, one's called Party Gras. We're playing at the Lazy Flamingo in Hamilton on June 8th uh, in Hess Village. Uh, So I've got a couple different bands that I have on the go and stuff like that, but then mostly solo uh, acoustic stuff is the best way to do it because I don't have to rely on anyone but myself.
1: Yeah, it is nice, eh? Isn't it? I love
4: playing music with my friends, and tonight's been super fun to jam with you guys. Like, music with other people is amazing. Um, but to get, like, a call on a Tuesday night at 8 o'clock saying, hey, can you fill in for me at 9.30? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. have anybody to ask.
1: Sure. That's what's nice about stand-up, too, is that, like, you know, for my stand-up stuff, it's like I'm on my own. So right. if I want to do it, or, then I'll just do it. Yeah. You know, if I, if I but if I have to go, like, do Eduardo and I need someone to play guitar... Yeah. then uh it's like i know i'm not going to be able to perform that when i want to cuz i have to rely on somebody else to come with me right totally so uh i get that completely it is nice to just be able to pick up and go on like mm-hmm. one person and go that's not a
4: complete freelancing like my work's still my boss right like i'm i manage my own time yeah, yeah. but my work is still my boss and it's yeah, like yeah. making music and
3: hanging out with cool people doing neat stuff like that which is
1: yeah isn't that and is not that, that is, like, legitimately the plan. Totally. That you just go, like, I would like to do cool stuff now instead of doing...
4: Not working is a lot of work. Yeah. But it's so worth it, right? Yeah, yeah. If I, you can, like, manage to line the ducks up and...
1: Yeah, I agree 100%. It's like, I think people a lot of times talk themselves out of stuff like that because they're, like... what is hard. What or, if? Yeah, what if? What is inevitability? Yeah, so. yeah. And it's like, well, if you enjoy what you're doing, then you've already succeeded. Right. Because you're just doing what you enjoy. I
3: think there's different levels of that for sure. Yeah,
1: and then, uh, and then, and then it's be, it's up to you then at that point in time if you want to become how good you want to get at it, like how much work you want to put into it, and how much totally. you want. Uh, did you go to school for music? Or uh,
4: no? I had, uh, I did, yeah. i um, when I was like 22, my dad and I. My dad was a mechanical engineer, and uh, with like 900 bucks, I bought a, uh, a 65 Mustang in Delhi. With, yeah, like 10 yeah. minutes from here.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, and uh, my dad and I, over the course of two summers, two years, restored it. And then once we got to, like, final body standing, we just did, like, a big, like, a big model, right? And um, over two years, got to, like, f- the point of final body standing, and I sold it for, like, 14 grand or something like that and put myself through a post-secondary program at Cambrian College in Sudbury.
1: No um, way, with, like, one car?
4: Majored in classical guitar, uh, minored in cello and piano and, like, business and music and all that type of stuff. And then uh, came home, did uh, came home to Brantford and did like music therapy as a volunteer and stuff like that. Taught for a little bit privately, taught for a company, uh, had a couple cover bands and stuff like that. Then I got the job at the casino, and it was a good part-time job. But then after eight years, yeah. I loved I loved working there 24 hours a week, trying to get some weekends off to go play music and stuff like that. But then you just start working there. They start taking things away. You start, I'm doing yeah. 42 hours a week with mandatory meetings and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to work here. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about this much. It's just, <laughs> yeah. this, is a, this is just a card game. This used to be just a card yeah. game. Right you now know? it's a job that I, I'm i fucking hating. Right? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I, that's the thing. I would still be working at my job if they just let me do the job and not have to do the meetings about yeah. shit. You yeah. know? If you just let me go do my job where I didn't have to talk to anybody yeah. about, like,
4: and I wasn't going and trying to be a supervisor. Like, I was okay with just being like a level two dealer, just like dealing as minimal games as I could, come in, just deal some card games, yeah. not having to go home. Like, I worked my way through college and stuff like that. Like, I had money on top of the car. It wasn't just, I sold this one Mustang. <laughs> and, like, we put a lot of work into it, too. Yeah. Right? We made it. But the extra money helped, but I had some uh, some money that I worked after school. Like, I didn't go to college until I was, like, 23, so I had a few years of work, and I'm putting money away and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that, with the Mustang money, was enough to pay for tuition.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's a That's something to be proud of. That's a good plan. Your dad must be fucking proud too, because like they that help a, a lot. They help a lot. Like that yeah. was like a good thing that you cooked up and it worked, you know. And you and your dad got to do that together. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool, right?
4: I wish I kind of got up a little earlier in some
3: mornings, you know.
1: Yeah. Get up and, like, <laughs> change, Isn't that the case, eh? For sure, man. That's because you're getting older now. Totally.
4: You spend so much time wanting to get away, and then you just would trade anything for it
1: back, right? Yeah, yeah. That is so true. I remember just sitting there every day after school, I'd go and uh, stand in a cold tool shed and just like. Hand tools to my dad while he wrenched on some tractor or yeah. something like that, and that was my only job is stand there and shiver. Right. And he'd go like nine sixteenths, and then you would hand him a five eighths wrench, and he'd like call you an, a retard or whatever. Yeah,
4: Might I just ask for the metric adjustable? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. And then uh I remember like my dad being underneath the tractor, and like the the like the wrench would slip, and he would like like scrape his knuckles. His oh, knuckles yeah. would all oh, be bleeding or whatever, you know. Sure. And then. Uh, there'd be like you just sit there and laugh you know because you're like yeah fucking it's about time you know you're sitting there like with nothing like just shivering doing nothing the whole time and then all this, and your dad's calling you like an idiot and stuff and then uh all of a sudden like when he like hurts himself it's like the best feeling and yeah. he's right? like yeah yeah sure. take that Willie. <laughs>
4: my dad's was wally
1: your dad's wally yeah uh, Wally and Wally, they should get together and arm wrestle For sure Yeah I i picked my dad to win I haven't even met your dad No But I'm just saying my dad will beat him In an arm wrestle Because oh. my dad's he a giant he might, he might Yeah
4: My dad's a working with his head type of guy
1: You know Is But he? then he
4: picked up uh, He retired and He's out in Newfoundland And he picked up wood carving Really? You know the, you know the Ken Dryden picture of like the goalie from the Canadians. Yeah, like yeah. Standing on it's like an iconic picture. He's yeah, goalie yeah. Goalie stick. So my dad's like retired, goes to flea markets and buys stuff and sells it and makes money for a hobby, right? And he decides to take up wood carving. He used to question me on my artistic pursuits because like it's not gonna do anything for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems always supportive, but like you know have a backup plan, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so he gets out there and he starts being creative. He gets like these six foot pieces of fur and he makes a bear out of like a six foot piece of wood. Into Ken Dryden in the jersey with the goalie stick there, like out of this huge hunk of wood that he's made, like a captain and like what the f? Right? Fuck? Oh, like a weird hobby to pick up.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it totally is a weird hobby to pick up, and it's you're like, uh, but he, you always must get it from him. Then, is your mom creative?
4: Yeah, she was an early childhood education teacher at uh, W. Ross McDonald in Brantford.
1: But the blind school.
4: Yeah. So she taught in the child, uh, a child's place, the the uh, daycare there.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. But was she the creative? Did she uh oh, yeah. Yeah, did she, she play music as well? Or? No,
4: no one was musical. No one in my family was musical at all.
1: You just got it on your own.
4: Kinda, yeah. Some yeah. Buddies you get into grade seven, grade eight, start listening to Aerosmith and Guns N' Roses and
1: That's what some, got you. Some
4: guys play guitar more than others, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, some Nirvana, some some SoundGarden, some I loved Aerosmith as a kid. Still do. Guilty pleasure.
1: You know I figured out that one song that we wrote, um Your Town Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh that song uh it sounds a little Aerosmithy to me. I, I was thinking it's perfect. Uh, I think it sounded a little bit like Love and Elevator. Is a, oh, is wow. how I think but I don't know. We'll have to play it after the show just <laughs> to right. see if we can make it work again because it seems a little Aerosmithy to me. But anyways, nothing wrong with that. Nothing not wrong, with it. Not nothing wrong with it. Not my It Worked for them. Yeah. <laughs> but shit. Love and Elevator is not the best Aerosmith.
4: No, they shit the hits though. Start with the chorus. They got it. They got it down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you ever been to Disney World for the Aerosmith roller coaster? No. It's fucking the cheesiest thing, and it's so, but the ride's awesome. The ride is so cool, but you sit through the Aerosmith cheesy thing where they're like, Hey man, we just finished our big show. Now we gotta go like get out to party because we're rock stars, right? <laughs> and then uh, you gotta get in the like the limo, but it's a uh, roller coaster, and then they just fucking peel off. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah, <laughs> so bad. Yeah, it's just like the it's like we wish get...
4: you didn't tell me about that. I have to go home and Google that. Oh
1: yeah, you gotta see the like film at the beginning that you have to watch when you're waiting to get on the roller coaster. It's the fucking cheesiest. But the the thing is is that that that's a corporate idea, right? Right? Like you took cool people. Like Aerosmith's probably cool people normally. They had a
4: video game, Like an arcade machine back in the eighties where you had to like kill aliens with Brock and like it was just like they've always had a long history of making poor marketing decisions.
1: Yeah. But I think they let I think they let the corporate people, the uncreatives, like actually talk and give their ideas and they're they're idiots, eh? If you've ever been yeah. in a real company and you see the people like in the not at the top, but the people like just below the top. Yeah. In the middle and the in the upper middle. Those are the stupidest people in every company. <laughs>
4: They've probably signed a lot of their marketing rights away, though, like in a heroin blur in the eighties. Oh 90s, yeah, yeah, and, and let
1: and, and let like some fucking dumb record company just make a bunch of decisions yeah, about them, scared. and it's all literal. More, more money. Yeah, it's Ding. all like literal. There's no there's no like creativity in it at all. It's just li- if the song says love in an elevator, they're showing love in an elevator, <laughs> yeah. right? That's the only thing they can think of.
3: Oh, I'll see you interpret that. That's a pretty literal Yeah, well that's Oh
4: good morning. I've got I used to have that on VHS. Big ones. Remember that there was like the second greatest hits one? And then I got I had it on VHS. It was called Big Ones You Can Look At. <laughs> and I swear <laughs> I got. And then I had like the extended cuts of the uh the music videos. And like there'd be Steven Tyler at the beginning of the eleven the Elevator music video and then Oh gets off the elevator and this lady's there. Oh, good morning, Mr. Tyler. Going down and like there's this beautiful pause like it's just the best
1: it's (laughs) so bad but it's just the worst yeah it's like the james bond like uh kind of like kitschiness of it like Yeah. yeah yeah it was going like i was just hitting you in the face with it I like no, that like, stuff. But you have
4: to look back on it to appreciate it. Like at the yeah. time they're like, Yeah, that's that's the best decision we can do right now.
1: Yeah, no irony at all no, when no. they did it. They were no. doing it to be fucking cool. Totally. And they were getting chicks and stuff like that. And they were too. They were like just fucking
3: oh yeah. drowning in pussy.
1: Oh my god. Can you imagine like like I always think about uh-huh. I always think about Van Halen. Um wow. I, I always think about Van Halen and how much pussy Van Halen got because the guys in Van Halen are all horrible. Like, as an individual guy, none of them should get laid. Like, none of the guys in Van Halen oh, should get laid. Even David back. Lee Roth, as, as cool as Diamond Davis. <laughs> you love him, man. Diamond Davis <laughs> is cool. Diamond Davis is cool. As a person, bullsey, bullsy bop, buddy bop, fucking Diamond David Lee Roth uh, would be a riot to hang around with. I think I would have a good time hanging around with David couple
3: Lee Roth.
1: A couple high kicks. A couple high kicks. The guy's fucking out of his mind. Uh-huh. But uh, I think I could have a good time with David Lee Roth. I don't think I could have a good time with the other three guys at all. And Anthony, and they are all getting like fucking, like ridiculous, a pussy and no uh, personality except for David Lee Roth, among with all any of them. And they just just pussy over pussy over pussy. You know, it's crazy to think about that. And uh, their music uh, spoke to the pussy. Yeah, but it was so cheese, too. Like it's like I I, it so works. I liked so Van Halen nice. when I was 10 years old because I was 10 years old. Yeah. And then when I grew up to be 11 years old, I didn't like Van Halen anymore because I was too old to like Van Halen. That's how it worked with Van Halen. I saw him in concert one time with Sammy, uh, the Sam Hagar. Van Hagar.
3: Van Hagar, yeah.
1: Yeah, I saw Van Hagar, and Sam Hagar <laughs> climbed up the top of the, uh, you know, like they have like the, the tower, the or scaffolding right, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Singing some shitty song from their album. Did he jump? No, thank Yeah, no, it would have been awesome. Bad. That would have been great, eh? <laughs> That's how he
4: died. You saw Sammy Hagar yeah,
1: die <laughs> at, at Molson Park and Barry. Uh, Sammy Hagar just like ends it d- all. A day of infamy. <laughs> and then the guy from Extreme comes out. Oh yeah. <laughs> fucking takes d- David over. David Sharon or whatever it Gary- is? Yeah, yeah. Gary Sharon. Yeah. Gary Sharon. Yeah. Gary Sharon. He was uh, he was in Va- in Van Halen for a bit. Gary Sharon. Did he? Do you think they played <laughs> more than words at the Van Halen shows it's when possible. he was their singer? <laughs> Possibly. You gotta like throw it out, eh? Yeah. Brum, brum, brum. It's like an interview. Tell me that wasn't on a slow dance mixtape of yours when you're in the when you're in high school, Steve. Come on. Of course it was. Of course it was. You're gonna make a mixtape for a girl? You're gonna put that on more than words. That's right. That's the most romantic thing you can think of. What else you put on that mixtape? November rain. Peaches. Peaches? Peaches. Why? Did it make her laugh a little bit? Give her a smile? Uh, Oh, I know the song. Okay, okay.
4: okay. I didn't lose the reference. That's a, that's a, that's a yeah, joke.
1: the President of the United States of America. <laughs> you
4: can play hard. You can't, you can't all be like endless love.
1: Yeah. You Just, need to give an, them something whimsical, right?
4: Maybe some Adam Sandler. What? Maybe some Adam Sandler. A nice lover. Like wedding singer. Gonna make you smile whenever you're
1: sad carry you around when your arthritis is bad. See, what you're oh, doing, what you're doing that, is, that what one? I know exactly what you're doing right now. What you're doing is, you're showing the fact that you're not, you don't think of yourself as an attractive person.
4: I don't, well, you think that?
1: Yes, because of what you just said. Okay. And it's because uh, if you said to, uh, like a, like a, like a uh, if you're making a mixtape for a I'm girl. Talk,
4: we're talking about, mid, like, <laughs> school, right? Like, not right now. Like, no, not, at the
1: time when you're young, yeah, you are yeah, young, you had yeah, this yeah. opinion of yourself. Now okay. you might think you're like a Lothario. I don't know, but, but back, That's nice. I
3: like that. Thank you. Yeah,
1: but back in the day, you didn't have the confidence. So when you were making this mixtape, because right. you had to use humor in order to get this girl, you had to make her playful, make it playful in order to get this girl. You couldn't just put your heart on your sleeve, go full just endless love. We met gonna,
4: tonight, but you've you've known me all my life.
1: Yeah, you want to go. <laughs> I like that. You you, you want to go real like this is the kind of guy I was when I was a teenager. I would go Eric Clapton. Wonderful Tonight. Uh, I'm laying it on fucking thick, boys. Bro. I'm full of romance. Uh, <laughs> that is the worst song, uh, eh? Fuck, I hate <laughs> It's the cheesiest. So good. Oh, that is like over the top. But I would probably put I that I practiced on.
4: that guitar riff so much. I hate the song, but I really love that that intro. It's so good.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, uh, my wife, sh- Whoa. my Whoa. wife, sh- what happened? That's okay. Solar Eclipse. And uh, my wife was on, uh, she was on uh, um, Survivor. <laughs> no, she wasn't a survivor. That's where you're going. Oh gosh, darn it! I lost my train of thought with that accident over there. Uh, my wife what was I ta- What were we talking about? Refresh me, because I'll get back on Air it. Eric Clapton, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful tonight. She went out with this guy in high school. My wife, and uh, he uh, he was cheating on her with this other girl. Terrible. And uh, and then uh, Jane uh, uh, said, "Okay, well then I'm gonna break up with you." And then he decided he's gonna try to win her back by giving her a mixtape, which I listened to, like, almost all the way through high school because it, it was always in my car because I started dating her after. And it was not a bad mixtape. Yeah? It was a pretty good mixtape, right? It was a pretty good mixtape, but it had, like, super, like, you could see the guy's whole thought process and how he's trying to get with Some my... Never
3: Tear Us Apart?
1: Uh, like did you have Never... That's a good one, man. Yeah. Never Tear Us Apart by Inexcess. <laughs> That's an. I forgot about that one. That's a good one. That would I would put that on. For sure. I, you had like it had it was Pussy Man. It was like uh, it had Depeche Mode on it. Nice. I had uh, Forever Young. Do you remember that song? What? Rod Stewart. Al- Not Rod Stewart. Alphaville. Oh. Huh? Yeah. Alphaville. Yeah, yeah, Alphaville. Right. Yeah. Sure. This what? is going back. <laughs> wow. Forever young. I wanna be forever, forever young. young. Yeah. You know that one. Yeah. Oh, God, that's awful. That's horrible music. Do you know, like, when we were, like, a lot of that music is dead now. Like, it's gone. Like, when when you lived through the 80s, to know how bad most of the music was, it was fucking horrible. Like, the only music you hear now from the 80s is the stuff that survived. Right. Like the 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 shitty stuff that was most of the other stuff that on was the radio bad enough
4: to stick around because it was just its novelty factor, like right. the MC Hammer stuff.
1: Right? Yeah, right. that that made it because it was kitschy or because it had like nostalgia factor. But the re- but those were like the best.
4: Nobody's listening to like Air Supply, the deep cuts. No, right.
1: no, no one, one is listening to that. No one's listening to the Thompson <laughs> Twins. <laughs> no, no, no one's listening to any of that shit because they where all suck. Wilson Phillips, where are you now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Wilson Phillips. I don't like Carney since she lost the weight. <laughs> yeah. I liked her when she was fat. I liked her curves. Yeah. That's the way I am. She, just, lost,
4: she lost some personality.
1: I thought she did. Yeah. I thought she did. I think so. There's something about a big fat girl that can just sing. It's like, stay big and fat, you know? That's what you do. It's It, it, it somehow you, it impedes you when you lose the weight. You know? Like, if you see Aretha Franklin, she's not big and fat, but she's a, like a larger lady. Mm-hmm. You don't want her to lose weight. It seems to take away from her voice. Right? I think so. Right. Like Adele. You want Adele to become all like a uh, skinny? No.
4: Keep the hams coming. Yeah,
1: Adele's a big, a big, a big lady, but curvy and stuff like that. I For think sure. Adele's sexy.
4: Feels the pipes.
1: Yeah. What do you think of Adele? Would you sleep with Adele?
4: I think so. I
1: she's, would too.
4: She's rich. Get that Oprah money.
1: Yeah, but also she's like dirty. She lived above like a video store or something Who like that. has that? Yeah, no, But she's like a real low class girl. She'll do things to you. She was. <clears throat> Yeah, I know, but she's got that in her. That's what who she is. That's what she was made from. You
4: think she'd explore the perimeter?
1: Yeah, she's going, she's licking your butthole, is what I'm <laughs> trying to get hint at. But I decided to save the time and just go with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think Adele does that, is what I'm saying. If you see a girl who's got to compensate, because she lived above a variety store. She was kind of overweight. Yeah. And I'm sure she had worse teeth than when she's got, what she's she got British? now. Is she British? Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. very British. Like, like, like low- common british person like like she lives almost in, cockney yeah yeah, like yeah, yeah. you can't understand when she Very first started cockney. singing you couldn't understand a word she was saying like because she was like so uh like in this like sticks like yeah. like right. but just a super talent right i definitely bang that
4: some goat herding record producer just heard her out in the hills one day and said we got to get this to new york yeah yeah amazing
1: well no she was in the city still you remember that Susan Boyle, though? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. She oh. was ugly as fuck, right? Eh? <laughs> and uh, then she could she sang okay or whatever. Like, she yeah. sang all right. And then everyone made a big deal because it was like, hey, an ugly person can sing. This is a big right. deal.
3: I thought that was like a How are we going to do this? Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, look,
4: look at her face, but hear her voice. Like, it was just seemed like it was This there, is there, there was unbelievable. A <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Look this is unbelievable. Ugh. You yeah. won't believe it. And they got, like, three good-looking people. and right. You know, that are, like, the judges. Who are just like mouth agape that yeah, this ugly anybody. troll can actually uh, uh, I can't make believe a, that angelic a sound? Voice
4: came out of that unibrow.
1: Yes, <laughs> I don't think this is possible. This is only supposed to be by like hot chicks that can sing like this. You know, yeah. it's ridiculous that sort of mindset. Like, look at the like opera singers. They're always they were always big fat ladies, right? Weren't it's, they? It's
4: for the air supply too, right? Like you get more, you get bigger lungs.
1: Right, and they say that these used to be the old saying. I whole think scene. that's how that works. It's it's not, not over until the fat lady yeah. sings, right? Because she was the best singer. It's the high
4: note, right? It's that last sustaining note of the opera.
1: Yeah, with her big right. fat lungs. That's right. You right. That's what she can do. We've cracked
4: the opera code, Pete. We've cracked it. Yeah,
1: you got to be fat for it. That's it. So, Michael, we have an option here. Okay. We can do thoughts from the tractor with Michael mm-hmm. and then have Corey play us out. Or we can have Corey play another song and then do Tractor Thoughts for Michael.
4: Why don't we let uh, Corey choose? I got a line for Tractor Thoughts. Perfect. So what was the line again? Tractor Thoughts. With Michael. With Michael.
1: And thoughts from the, the tractor one. with Michael? All
4: right. So thoughts from the tractor.
1: Yeah. Thoughts from the tractor. <laughs> we need
4: them now, not after. What? Thoughts from the tractor. We need them now, not after.
1: Thoughts from, from after the tractor. After tractor. Yeah. After. Tra- Take that.
4: That's my gift. Okay.
1: Thank my you. my gift. Thank you. Charters, you hear that? Yeah, charters. Next time, but anyways. Well, let's just do. We'll, we'll have you play your song out sure. because I think that'd be a good th- thing uh, to do. So we'll do this segment. We have this, Corey. I'm so happy you came in today.
4: Me too. Thank you for having me.
1: And uh, it, it's been nice to me. and Michael. He was not here last week, and he's making a, made a commitment to our show that he's never going to miss two weeks in a row.
3: Yeah, so far it's worked oh, out.
1: Yeah, pretty close. I think maybe one time it happened, and I was very disappointed.
0: Yeah, understandable. And
1: even with the one week, I tend to have to punish him. Yeah. And uh, he used to be my favorite part of the Nocturnal Emissions, and now he is not. Yeah. Wes is my favorite part. Nice. Wes is Moving my, up. Yes. And Michael moved down. He used to be my favorite. But Michael redeemed himself in a huge way. By out of nowhere, I'm just trying to prepare for my show last night. I get a text out of the blue from my cousin, Michael, who says, Pete, I've developed a segment for the show, a new segment that I've come up with.
2: Glorious.
1: From all my time on the tractor. And it's called uh, Thoughts from the Tractor with Michael. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I'm going to do is tell you about some of the things I think about when I'm driving around my fields all day long with nothing on my mind but just like time you know my own thoughts your own thoughts getting the best of you michael (laughs) yes they are pounding through your brain (laughs) just these thoughts of wonder that roam through my cousin michael's brain and today he's going to share them with us and all of us will be able to join in on the conversation the wonderabouts through the beautiful head of my cousin michael bow so (laughs) michael can you would you like to give us an example of one of these wonderful thoughts
0: sure sure so uh Tractor thoughts. If you can smoke a cigarette while doing what is expected of you at work, you're probably pretty good at your job.
1: <laughs> oh, see, I was thinking that I would go the other way. That it would be like, uh, if you're smoking a cigarette yeah, at work, then you're not really working. If you can smoke a cigarette and work at the same time, you're not. It's not a real job. Yeah, that's
0: what I was thinking. About. But it is a real. I've watched people do the real job, and every time I see that person, I watched a guy the other day lift. A f- it was just across the road here, pretty much <laughs> half a house, <laughs> yeah. with a fucking humongous boom truck, and he was smoking darts the whole time, like That's the thing. That's unbelievable. You know what? When you see that, he's not worried. He's just like, I do this every day. It's no big yeah. deal.
1: That is like impressive to the the nth degree. Is like when you can see a guy doing something hard, yeah, like, and he's got that cigarette in his mouth. Number one, he's good at what he does for a living, and he's fucking good at smoking.
0: Real good at smoking.
1: He's good at smoking. But you know what happens to those guys? Which also happened to my dad when I would help him work sometimes when he'd have a cigarette in his jap and he wouldn't, uh, he'd forget about it because he was too busy with thinking about his job. And then it would burn down the orange and then burn his lips. (laughs) And you'd watch him spit it out on the (laughs) the tool shed floor. And uh, that was another thing I got a great kick out of. Yeah. And you just hope he doesn't see you laughing. Burnt lips and
3: bloody knuckles. (laughs) Burnt lips and
1: bloody knuckles. And I'm like, you know, you know the funniest thing i ever saw paul i don't even remember this i was hanging kill which uh, if you were working tobacco cory
4: for like uh half an hour oh really yeah yeah what did you That's do familiar i, I laughed
1: showed up <laughs> so yeah, around. Yeah. i know many
4: of you Corey. you <laughs> son of a Had fucking bitch <laughs>
3: put in one pin <laughs> i was gone
0: well see you yeah. later this isn't for me yeah, yeah. so i worked yeah. in-
1: I think
4: yep. we went to dover <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's where you guys go. Yeah, they go to Dover. Now yeah,
0: we're this
3: close.
1: <laughs> that's ah, so funny. Corey's one of those guys. Bullshit. They're going to come to blows at the end here. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> You represent everything that drives Michael crazy. Yeah, these are my tractor thoughts. You're the reason I have guys from Trinidad in my bunkhouse. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm sorry. That's oh. funny to me. Oh. But uh, uh, we got, uh, what was I saying? Uh, oh, shit. Uh, who cares? It's idea. Right, what did you we say? We were talk- you were talking... Well, your point was you're smoking a cigarette. Oh, my right. f- dad was... I was hanging kill one time, which is when right. you hang the... The dry leaves? The, no, it's the uh, wet leaves in the I, kill. I didn't
4: stay that long. And then... Uh, <laughs>
1: and then, And I was watching oh, my fuck. dad, who was out in the... Uh, he was by the greenhouse, and he was, like, weed-whacking or something like that. And he had a shirt. He always wore these shirts with, like, a pocket so he could put his smokes in the top pocket. Right. right? And then all of a sudden, I can see him. He's weed-whacking, and then he... Uh, Then all of a sudden, the bee starts stinging him. He must have gotten into a beehive or something, right? So the bee starts stinging him. My dad starts running across the kill yard, and he's, like, swatting himself and running as fast as he can. My dad doesn't run very often, so it was really funny to me to watch him run even and then uh, to watch him swatting himself, and then he's tearing off his clothes while he's running. So he's, like, now down to, like, it's just his underwear, you know, and he's he's up on the hill, you know, running from this... uh, these bees, they're stinging them the whole time. And you can see him just sitting on this hill, like, catching his breath. And he's huffing and puffing at the end. And he goes to find his shirt, you know, where his cigarettes are because he wants to catch his breath. So he opens <laughs> up the button of his shirt to get his cigarette out. And then there's a fucking bee in there, and it stings him.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, fuck, I laugh so hard, man. But it's like, <laughs> you ever know that, Wes? You ever do something with your dad? Because you worked with your dad growing up, didn't you?
3: Yeah, here and there, not...
1: But but once in a while, when you'd work with them, and something would happen bad to them, I mean, you get a little bit of pleasure from that.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But I
4: that's when I realized my dad can uh, swear like a sailor. He yeah. was always very clean around uh, around the kids and the at at home. But what, you put them on the job site and
3: fucks and cunts. Oh and yeah, suckers. Everything. You know, it's, oh, it's it's great.
1: Oh, I never. I I didn't. I honestly didn't believe you could put something together or fix something without swearing like a like a sailor. Like, I really thought that was the way to do it. And I still out of only habit, like I don't even know I'm doing it. My wife has to explain to me, Pete, you can't just sit there and fucking put together a bookcase and say cunt a hundred times. You can't <laughs> it, it, do that. It is true. We man. have two children.
3: Sometimes you got to talk dirty to it,
1: though. <laughs> it works. I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm wondering how many years in the bank I'm just sitting in my office going like, 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 just cursing. Like fuck a, these yeah. numbers. Yeah, fuck yeah. these numbers, you know. These numbers are being cunts to me, you know. <laughs> yeah, that I probably have it more than I thought because I was trained that way. Another thing I was trained to do is run. My dad always said, run. Uh, don't walk, run. You know, so he'd tell me that all the time, like, go get me this. And he'd say, run.
4: Those old guys are all about the hustle.
1: Yeah, the hustle. you got to hustle, you know. It's like time is money. Time is money. Yeah. Cut cut
4: the grass at 9 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine fine at 11. Yeah. Yeah, because they've been up since like 4.30. Right. They're like, oh, it's noon. It's like 9. You went to bed at (laughs) 7.30. You went to bed before Entertainment Tonight came on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Anyways, you got another thought, Michael?
0: Do we want one more? That one was more. a good several one. Several more. Several more. Uh, oh my God. Um, okay, so you can't afford a car or somewhere to live, but you can afford three triple XL coffees at Tim Hortons every day.
1: Yeah, I agree with that one. I, I've seen that in real life. Put that life. in your
0: own version. It's like me.
1: <laughs> it's like you know when I go to a city. I never understand the city people, and then uh, and then every once in a while I get a sign from home. You know when I'm in a city doing comedy. And I'll be like, oh, I feel comfortable now. Like, I was in Hamilton yesterday, and uh, I see a guy on a bicycle smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I get, get that. probably good at his job. I see that at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's Dingo. good at riding bicycles. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? If you see a guy who's smoking a cigarette riding a bicycle, he's going one of two places. He's either going to the beer store to get some singles, or he's oh, going boy. to Tim Hortons to get an extra-large <laughs> large triple-triple, Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. With whatever change, they just bummed from me yeah, when just, they got a cigarette. Right?
0: That's what I mean. Like, I just don't get it. Like, you give them an advance or something, and, like, they're struggling for money. But right to ten, like, come in the next day with the biggest fucking coffee they can get. And it's like.
1: You know you can go get a coffee maker for 10 bucks, <laughs> and you can buy a fucking pound of coffee for fuck all, and then you get coffee all you want.
0: Yeah, and you don't have to wait in line for They don't think an hour. that far ahead.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, man. A coffee maker, seriously, 10 15 bucks. 15 you can get a good coffee maker. You go to a yard sale, you can get a coffee maker for $0.25. Cents. Nobody even cares about coffee makers anymore. See, we're learning. It disappoints me, Michael. <laughs> me too. That the world's gone way. out this one. Mm-hmm. Can we end with one, uh, my favorite one? Sure. We're going to end with this one. It was I, Mike sent me this earlier. It was my favorite one. Uh, jogging pants outside the home. Yay or nay? Is that one of them? As an adult male. Oh, as an adult male. I
0: went, jo- yeah, because... There's different a child versions. can wear. Well, drum. it's kind of like the style with the kids now. So I'm saying, adult male, jogging pants outside the home. Like,
1: well, i will tell you. What's something.
0: the verdict on that? Mm.
1: Well, let's ask Stephen.
2: Uh,
0: I don't own a pair of jogging pants. Not none at all. Cause at home I'm okay with that comfort. Like at the cottage, no problem. Yep. Uh, Dave Charters wore a lot of jogging pants when he hurt his ankle. Oh yes, or he had, did. Got his ankle fixed. Now, I will so gear- I'm saying if you're injured.
1: I, I will guarantee you that in at least one of the two flights that Dave took to California, <laughs> he's worn jogging pants. At least once. At least once. I would say both flights, though. Both flights, he's strict jogging pants. And you know what? I don't mind that move. I actually wore a dress shirt and jogging pants one time on an airplane, just because I was like, I had all like dress clothes, and I'm like, I'm not wearing these fucking pants. I'm wearing jogging pants to let my balls go. Like, just have a nice flight. Right. And uh, it changed my whole fucking take on everything, man. Because it feels great.
0: See, this is what I'm wondering.
1: Yeah. But I will wear jogging pants only sparingly in public. <laughs> like, if I know... Like, today I wore jogging pants when I was painting. And I was covered in paint. I wear my jogging pants to go to, like, the, the corner store or something like that. Because they're
4: shit pants. Yeah. the That's shit pant, whatever. pants. Whatever.
1: I'm working. You can tell I'm working. But then it comes time to be, like, seen if I'm, I'm being somewhere, like... If I have to go pick up my kids from school or whatever in track pants, I'm like, eh, I don't know, I won't do it.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, where's the line?
1: Yeah, the I, I, line I don't want to look like, like a, I don't like... want to look like a schlub, you know? Because you look like a schlub when you're wearing jogging pants. I don't care how stylish they are. Is that true? Or is am I out of touch? Maybe I'm out of touch. I
4: remember in grade five, it was okay to wear jogging pants, but as soon as you went to like grade six, if you were like track pants, you were a grub. Yeah. Yeah, there's a point always where it's like, okay, it's no good anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I think that has then, to do with? then there's, everything comes like second cycle, right? So I think you get to a certain point where you can just have your lazy Sunday pants and right. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, today, I, I went and had like three cigarettes outside today wearing a towel. Yeah, that's nice. I didn't put <laughs> pants on until like 4 or 5 <laughs> p.m. It was a very good day. Oh, I would never oh, wear pants if no? I didn't For sure, to. for sure.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a great day. That you know what I like putting like a on a pair day. of shorts, old commando? Just like a pair of like, you know, these soccer shorts or something mm. like that. No underpants. All day, no one knows you're fucking dick and balls or like out in the world I'm having flying. a great day, just like free, free.
3: Flying, freedom. That's
1: all I. That's all I hope for for my penis, <laughs> so I can somehow live a free life. Anyways, uh, what was I saying? Or the weird that was. Uh, uh, we were talking about uh, jogging pants, and I wanted to say that uh, uh, I think that the uh, jogging pants thing that you mentioned. That in grade 6, you could wear him. Grade 7, you couldn't. I think that has to do with boners. I think it has to do with...
4: I never considered that. Yeah, I think it has to do with... And more book reports.
1: Involuntary boners. Involuntary boners with early puberty. Paul, your kid's voice is changing. Oh, yeah. You know he's going to be spending a lot of time showering. Oh, yeah. Is he already doing that? (laughs) Yeah, spends, spends a lot of time in the shower. Yeah, you know what he's doing in there. Fine. Jeez Louise. Yeah, Paul's not- kid came over the other day. He's like a foot taller than last time I saw him. Really? His voice is going up and down. Pulling on stuff. You know, he's going to be fucking everything in Paul's house in about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> if he's not doing it already. Well,
0: I'm sure he's uh, received the musk from his father.
1: <laughs> yeah. Once he starts hitting full hardcore, like, fucking... The must starts rolling through this boy.
4: And with all that porn out there, it's not like you got a a copy of the score that Jamal from Max Milk would sell you at 2 a.m., Yeah. you know, without ID that you're holding behind your bookshelf for weeks on end trying to keep in good condition. Yeah, that's right. They got the Internet. They got the world. It's their masturbatory oyster.
1: You know what you should tell your son, Paul? (laughs) You you should tell your son that not everything on the Internet is real-life sex, that some things don't look as much fun on the Internet as they are in real life. Like eating pussy doesn't look that much fun on the porno, but in real life it's good. But you can't taste porno. Not yet. Or you can't smell porno.
4: The robots are coming. Right. They're already on the boat from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> oh <Lord laughs> God.
1: Smell? Will they smell too?
4: Fuckbots are already on the seas on this way. Over
1: With here. smell?
4: I don't know that. I haven't looked that far into That's it. That's
1: what they're always gonna lose. Get, back, just gonna to me at, gonna, get back to me. at the Christmas show and let me
4: know how. Because
1: if going. you're if you're <laughs> like just if you're banging a robot for real, this is we'll end on. If you're banging a robot, and
4: everything feels... Consensual robot sex?
1: Um, Is that yeah. even
4: a thing? Do they have the right to say Are they programmed to say yes? Is that consensual?
1: You don't have to have consent from a robot. If you purchase it, it's, it's an object. It's like getting it's consent from a fleshlight. You don't need to do it. They're not real people. Just because they look like people, you don't have to treat them like people. You can slap them... You can cut their throat. Is
4: that your first instinct? Those are your first two instincts: <laughs> to slap and slit their throat. No,
1: those—that's not what I want to do. It's what well, I'm I'll saying. Like those are two bad said. things. Those are two really bad things, right. and those are even allowed.
0: At least you went with
1: slap first. Yeah. Slit their throat. <laughs> that
4: was yeah. Peeing on the dead robot.
1: <laughs> yeah, sticking a broomstick in her eyeball. <laughs> stuff like that. You can do all that stuff. It's allowed with a robot. It's a lot with a robot. You bought
4: it. You have the receipt.
3: You have the...
1: <laughs> yeah, you bought it, you know? right to violate. And there's no way in the future that it could be like a slavery thing. Like, back in the 2018s, uh, people used to just get robots and just like... Uh, Fuck them. Yeah, just like uh, not even ask them any questions. Just start fucking them in the mouth. <laughs> That's the and whole reason
0: me. why AI takes over the human race. Is right,
3: to yell, totally. Stop fucking us. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, not as long as you're so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I will Sex not. If this is the first thing that happens with technology, first thing that happens, they come up with new technology. Second thing that happens is you figure out how to fucking Fuck shoot it. cum <laughs> into the technology. <laughs> That's, right. That's, how That's how it true. works. Everything, pictures equals pornography, film equals pornography. You know, like uh, internet equals pornography. Everything starts with the uh, with porn. Robots, pornography, right? Virtual reality, it's not taken off. Why? No virtual porn yet. As soon as you start doing virtual reality porn, everybody's got one of those things, right? And they'll say, I want to do it for Duck Hunt, Dad. I want to do it for Duck Hunt. And you see them in the room just fucking fisting the air.
0: And then it's just all
1: towels (laughs) everywhere. Practicing. Just practicing. Yeah, just practicing. Stag of tube
3: socks.
4: (laughs) Socks and towels everywhere. Yeah, coil of wet wet towels
3: just curled up on the bed.
1: Yeah. Anyways, everybody, that's our show this week. We'd like to thank everyone for listening to us. (laughs) I'd like to thank our great guest, Corey Mercer, for coming in. And again, go see him at uh, at, uh, Sanderson Center tomorrow night, June 1st.
3: Good luck. 7 p.m. Thank you.
1: Pardon? Yeah, we're going to play him out. Uh, And uh, we got Corey Mercer coming in at, uh, or sorry, going to the Sanderson Center. And you can also see him at uh, Corey Mercer Music on Facebook and on YouTube. And uh, Corey, would you like to play a song out for the people at home? I would love to. What are you gonna play us out with?
4: Well, I was at a friend's barbecue a little while ago, and uh, my buddy's dad lost his wife. Not like she's dead. And he got drunk and stupid bitch wandered out on the road somewhere, and he's sitting there with his mix in one hand and his, his drink in the other hand, yelling for Barb. <laughs> he's like, Barb, Barb. Couldn't find Barb anywhere. I don't even know if Barb was there. Barb was there, but we hadn't seen her in hours. And my buddy Brad goes, "Well, pops, what you get for bringing a free-range woman?" And I thought it was really funny. Like it stuck with me for a couple of days. And then uh, I was driving to a friend's cottage and just kind of had this free range women thing stuck in my head. And uh, it's a little song I wrote called Free Range Women. Cool. It's a little country song. Nothing too crazy. Three chords in the truth. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect.
1: That's the way we like it. So yeah. for everyone listening, thank you for listening. Tell a friend. Share us, share our, our feed on Facebook or tell someone else. Subscribe on YouTube. Do whatever you can to help the show out. And uh, until next week, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday. Ladies and gentlemen, Corey Mercer. Thanks,
4: guys.
2: Does what she wants, does as she pleases. She don't need your lip, none of your reasons for doing or not doing nothing at all. These free range women don't come back when you call. Can't tell them to stay. Can't pay them to leave. They trick you with magic make you believe that anything can happen. And this march is true. She's full of love, but it ain't all for you. These free range women they roam from yard to yard. These free range women. Leave a trail of broken hearts Sometimes not at all It's hot in the summer Cold in the fall They love you and leave you Somehow bitter off The love that they leave you Comes at a cost These free-range women They roam from yard to yard These free-range women Leave a trail of broken hearts These free-range women
3: roam from yard beyond